लाइफ ऑफ अ सोवियत स्पाइड मैन नेवर फोरसीज वेयर डेस्टनी वुड लीड हिम देर आर सम थिंग्स दैट मैन डू बाय इंटरनल मोटिवेशन देर आर अदर थिंग्स दैट दे डू बिकॉज of force of circumstances combine these factors together and we arrive at an answer that many term as destiny samuel ginsberg was a polish jew by birth gerishia his place of birth was at the time of his birth before first world war a part of the habsburg dynasty ruled austro-hungarian empire being a jew in austro-hungary at that time was an unwritten crime jews were persecuted officially as well as unofficially samuel was a man of conviction and did not resign himself to fate as most men would do he chose the honorable albeit more dangerous path he decided to be a communist and to overthrow the austro-hungarian dynasty since the communist party had its real roots in russia samuel was associated with the russian communist party it was this association that added the alias or nickname of krivitsky to samuel's name history knows samuel by the name of general krivitsky although krivitsky never became a major general now samuel was an idealist and thought that communist revolution would eliminate all man-made distinctions of class caste religion or color it was this idealism which brought men of many religions and races including muslims in the russian communist revolutionary movement the bolshevik revolution of 1917 was the major turning point in samuel's life he became an intelligence officer of the g r u glavnoi gosudarst veno politchchkoi upravlini that is soviet military intelligence samuel was sent to germany in 
to create conditions for a revolution in Germany. Later, once the USSR and the German government came closer, Samuel was recalled and assigned intelligence duties within the Soviet general staff. This lasted from 1924 to 26. Later, Samuel was appointed the chief of the third section of Soviet military intelligence. In 1933, we find him in Vienna working along with Ignaz Riz, a man of conviction and great moral courage to defy his seniors, a sterling quality very rare in 99% intelligence operatives all over the world. Another Polish communist who was in the Soviet military intelligence this Ignaz Reis Samuel was transferred from Vienna to Holland as re- resident director of intelligence with liaison responsibilities for many west european countries from 1933 to 1934 Samuel also worked as director of War Industries Institute for a certain period of time. In 1934, Samuel came back to military intelligence. During the course of these duties, Samuel's most important appointment was that of chief of Soviet military intelligence for Western Europe. Life took a fateful turn in 1937 for the man who had become a revolutionary out of sheer internal conviction Ignaz Riz his friend who was a close associate as well as friend Samuel rebelled against the egoistic and opportunistic policies of Stalin. Stalin who ruled USSR from 1924 to 1953 was a highly self-centered man and had decided to turn the USSR into a personal fiefdom. Anyone who opposed Stalin was an enemy of the revolution. Reis was one of the very few men in USSR's history who rebelled openly against Stalin. Reis then in Holland thus wrote a letter to Stalin stating, "Quote, I cannot stand it any longer. I take my freedom of action." Unquote. Stalin was outraged and ordered the execution of Reis. Reis escaped to Switzerland with a Czech passport and left his wife and child in Paris. In 1937, Soviet military intelligence was an awesome intelligence setup. It was highly efficient, consisting of many highly motivated 
and intelligent people and could strike with perfect ease in any part of the world in 1937 rather in september 1937 reese was killed with a machine gun in lausanne in switzerland where he was traveling in a car to an unknown destination reese execution deeply disturbed our hero samvel at this point in time samvel was operating in holland under cover of running a bookstore and art gallery in the hague samvel was summoned to moscow by cable samvel knew that going back meant death the bullet riddled body of his friend rees was like a writing on the wall samuel decided to defect and escape to france in september 1937 samuel was slightly luckier than rees he succeeded in reaching the usa where he testified before the us congress samuel testified before the martin dies committee that there were 61 Soviet agents in UK alone and only 6 out of these were Soviet citizens with a legal diplomatic status that there were 16 Britishers among these agents out of whom out of whom 3 were members of Labour Party four trade union officials three British foreign service people three in SIS or MI5 two foreign correspondents of british newspapers and one independent politician samuel also revealed that soviet intelligence operations were partially financed by gold and jewelry smuggling samuel also wrote a book coat in stalin's secret service and expose of russia's secret policies by former chief of soviet intelligence in western europe unquote the readers may however note that samuel was never the chief in western europe but only looked after western europe as part of a team that his military rank was that of a captain the title was however coined by samuel's co-author an american author isaac don levine who changed some facts in order to make the book's title more attractive needless to add the book was a best seller samuel's assessment while in usa that hitler and stalin would arrive at a political understanding was not accepted in the western world history proved samuel right when hitler and stalin signed a non-aggression pact in 1939 and divided Poland Stalin did not forget or forgive Samuel Samuel as a matter of fact predicted that Stalin would get him his friends dismissed this fear as phobia and as highly irrational the soviet military intelligence made the fatal strike 
on 9th February 1941. A hotel maid found Samuel's body in a Washington DC hotel. The assassination was so perfect that the US police ruled it to be an act of suicide. As per the police report, Samuel had shot himself dead. The journey from a small village in Austrian ruled Poland to Russia and finally to Capitol Hill was something that Samuel could never have foreseen in the wildest of his dreams. Samuel Ginsburg, famous in intelligence history as General Walter Krivitsky, was an idealist, a revolutionary by choice. He participated in a revolutionary movement that held high hopes of an ideal state. Instead, Stalin or Georgian hijacked the revolution. Samuel's perceptions changed with time. Samuel's life is a lesson in history. In Pakistan's history, we had Sheikh Mujib and Colonel Usmani who began their adult lives as Pakistani patriots and sincere Pakistanis. These men were forced to change their convictions when they realized that the dawn of freedom for which they had worked was in reality another type of exploitation in the name of Islam. Samuel Ginsburg only died as everyone does finally. The harm that he inflicted on Soviet intelligence outlived his death by many decades. Human beings are much less important than institutions. However, when institutions are hijacked by men with totalitarian and dictatorial egos, even one individual can damage whole institutions and even divide countries. Institutions must recognize talent and sincerity in case a nation has to progress when merit is disregarded and sincerity and solidity of conviction branded as disloyalty to state, history destroys countries. Many empires have disappeared without trace after centuries of supremacy. What is the Indo-Pak 50 years are nothing in history. The countries of Indo-Pak must learn from history so that they are not drowned in the irresistible current of history. Some psychiatric help is badly needed in this mad entire region from the Oxus River to Brahmaputra River.